नमस्कार आचार्य जी रॉर्क सेज एवरीथिंग वी आर एंड एवरीथिंग वी हैव कम्स फ्रॉम अ सिंगल एट्रीब्यूट ऑफ मैन द फंक्शन ऑफ इज रीजनिंग माइंड फर्दर एंड एंड क्लैरिफाइज दैट रिलीजन इज ऑल्सो प्रोडक्ट ऑफ माइंड नॉर्मल क्वेश्चन इज आर माइंड रिक्वायर्स इन्फॉर्मेशन टू प्रोसेस एंड देन एक्ट अपॉन वी आर नेवर इन कंट्रोल ऑफ दिस इन्फॉर्मेशन फॉर एग्जाम्पल इट इज सेट दैट बीज एंड बर्ड्स गेट अफेक्टेड by em waves from towers it's a fact i have heard from many people later when i researched more into this particular topic i found that it does affect the birds but only if the emitting power is large in this example because of lack of information at hand i was believing that even the normal use of phone devices affects bees and birds after some research i got clarification now the question is that if our source of information is wrong then our actions will be wrong in a similar way how how our draw can remain uninfluenced from society as all source of information is society itself if there is one wrong fact available in society then it will affect our drawk as well so how should we proceed towards any fact because our sources of information are usually incomplete or corrupted if we have to find the truth then we have to dive deep but we can't dive that deep for every small issue of life or is it just my own limitation thank you acharya ji mohit mohit is saying is the mind does keep getting information and the mind is entirely a product of the information it gets and obviously information is often distorted corrupted how then to prevent the corruption of mind the corruption of mind is not an objective phenomena mohit it is your mind when it gets corrupted your entire life gets corrupted how will you not know that the mind is getting corrupted the result and the indication of imbibing wrong knowledge is suffering do you get this what is the result of imbibing wrong knowledge suffering that's how you know that knowledge is wrong how do you know that you have eaten the wrong food there are convulsions in the stomach and this and that and diarrhea similarly when the mind consumes wrong food wrong knowledge there are convulsions in entire life so look at your life and you will know whether your sources of information are right or wrong that's the proof that's the test you cannot just keep taking in wrong knowledge and yet proceed with life as if everything is normal what is wrong knowledge that which makes you 
believe in things that are not going to help you. You are thirsty and somebody comes and convinces you that you need some cake. That is wrong knowledge. Obviously, knowledge, the very word, has to be relevant in context of a knower. When I say wrong knowledge, you must ask wrong to whom? And if I say right knowledge, you must ask right for whom? The one who needs knowledge is the one who needs knowledge for a purpose. What is the purpose? Why do you need knowledge at all? You need knowledge because you are in a state of discomfort, disquiet, restlessness. So you need knowledge. Have you seen how you feel uneasy when you do not know? Have you seen? Have you seen how often you have worked hard and begged people just to tell you something? Man's consciousness cannot live without realization. That's why he seeks knowledge. Otherwise, there is no need for knowledge, let alone right knowledge or wrong knowledge. Why do you seek knowledge? Because we are a certain dissatisfaction. Man's consciousness is nothing but a pulsating dissatisfaction. A constant migraine. One of the ways in which you can heal your consciousness is knowledge. So you seek out, you ask, you want to experience, you want to learn. If that is the purpose for which you seek knowledge, tell me what is right knowledge. Right knowledge is that which will give you deep satisfaction. In other words, which will give you contentment. Contentment which is even higher than satisfaction. That is right knowledge. Right knowledge is that which will liberate you from your miseries. And correspondingly, what is wrong knowledge? Which will keep you in your miseries, rather will push you even deeper into your miseries. So, accumulation and internalization of knowledge is not an objective happening. It is deeply related to a subjective experience. The subjective experience of either misery or delight. Right knowledge will give you delight. Wrong knowledge will give you misery. And that's how you will know right knowledge apart from wrong knowledge. But you have to be careful, cautious, attentive. You must keep looking at the effect knowledge is having upon you. You must keep asking yourself, is this 
knowledge. Is this information helping me, liberating me, or is this information pushing me deeper into entanglement? Information that entangles you further with yourself is not good for you. Avoid it. Knowledge for the sake of knowledge is an illusion, a myth, deeply dangerous. The purpose of all knowledge is man's welfare. Not the satisfaction of man's curiosity. Heard the old adage, curiosity killed the cat. Put your life at stake in trying to know that which will liberate you from yourself. And knowledge that will not be helpful in liberation must be avoided even if it comes for free. Just say, I don't need to know this. In fact, if I venture into that area, I'll be pushing myself deeper into muck. And I'm already neck deep in muck. Why must I assault myself? You must have both. An unflappable determination to seek right knowledge at any cost. And also a total disinterest in useless, rather harmful knowledge. You must have both. If you are missing on either side, then you will be trapped. Always remember, art does not exist for art's sake. Science does not exist for science's sake. Knowledge does not exist for knowledge's sake. Even life is not there for life's sake. Everything is there for the sake of your liberation. And therefore, if art, science, technology, knowledge, relationships, anything is not assistive in your liberation, it has to be junked. And if there is anything that assists in your liberation, then pay any price to get it. Was the movie great? Oh, the filmmaker was brilliant, the editing was brilliant, the actors are the most renowned ones, 
what a script everything was designed to win you over was the movie great how will you judge whether the movie was great come on did it did it help you be liberated that is the only test is he good for you how will you know how will you know whether a person whether a relationship is good for you does it help you to dispel your darkness does it help you to see things clearly does it help you get rid of the mess that man's mind usually is in does it guide you towards liberation oh she is so beautiful is she good for you is she good for you she is so attractive she is so beautiful or oh, charming really but is she good for you how will you know goodness how will you know goodness hmm does she liberate me from myself or does she make me become more of the patched up mess that i am already that i already am that's how you have to test anything in life that's also how you must know what is right knowledge and what is wrong knowledge in fact the scriptures put it very clearly they say right knowledge is that which dissolves all wrong knowledge full stop that's the only rightful purpose of knowledge it demolishes it dissolves it causes disappearance and it disappears knowledge that boosts up the knower is dangerous knowledge that attacks the knower is again dangerous but must be had have knowledge that will attack the knower but we specifically avoid such knowledge don't we we want knowledge that would confirm our world view we want knowledge that would validate what we already know 
or would be helpful in materializing our deep unconscious intentions. That is the kind of knowledge we are hunting for. The kid does not want to go to the school. The kid does not want to go to the school. And it's morning time and there is a call from the school. What is it that the kid wants to hear? It's raining, the school is closed. So we seek knowledge as per our intention. In fact, the first call says the school is indeed closed due to rains. The kid would gladly accept the call and announce it to her mother. Five minutes later, there is another call. We have reversed the decision. The school is open. The kid might totally disregard the call. We will refuse to acknowledge that such knowledge exists. Mother will ask, yes kiddo, who's there? No, no, wrong number. Nothing. The school is closed. So when you say that you are having a certain knowledge, do not behave as if the knowledge just floated its way to you randomly, purposelessly. Knowledge doesn't just randomly float to you. You purposefully dig out knowledge for your own sake, for your own deep intentions. That is the reason why most knowledge that most people have is wrong knowledge. Had it been a case that right or wrong would have just randomly come to you, then the chances of the right coming to you would have been quite bright because the event is random. Then the right has as much of a right to come to you as the wrong has. But we do not let the right have the right to come to us. We give all the rights to the wrong. So the wrong is allowed to come to us. Rather, we will chase the wrong. The right, even if it is coming to us, we will block it. So knowledge is not secular or random. There is nothing objective in knowledge. You don't just know something. You know it because that's what you needed to know in order to remain who you are. And that is why spiritual knowledge is so keenly avoided. What do you think? It's a, it's a random 
event that most people avoid real spiritual knowledge oh they might be seen in spiritual gatherings which is just cheap entertainment but they don't generally dig deep into the scriptures do they they do it on purpose because if you know then you cannot be what you are right knowledge will attack the knower you don't want to be attacked wrong knowledge will beef up the knower so you go and look for wrong knowledge what a shame knowledge which could have been a great tool of liberation is turned into an equally lethal tool of bondage by the self deceptive ego this is the reason why i never tire of repeating the shiv sutras knowledge is bondage gyanam bandha not that knowledge per se is bondage the knowledge that we have accumulated has been specifically accumulated to keep our bondages intact otherwise knowledge can be a redeemer also knowledge can be your best friend also knowledge can help greatly help you but first of all there has to be an intention to be helped if the intention itself is evil then you know what to know and what not to know <laughs> the evil is quite knowledgeable no those who are not here know very well that they must not be here this is dangerous right knowledge is dangerous for the knower i have often said that those who come here may not entirely realize what is going on here but those who strictly avoid this place know very well what is going on here and that is why they strictly avoid realize a person by the things he knows of would you remember this the right man will not merely be known by what he knows the right man will also be characterized by what he does not know at all that's called innocence what do you think the sages the knowers knew everything they knew very little they were great because they did not know all the nonsense that we know 
know a person by what he knows of. Talk to a fellow and see what he talks of and that will tell you about him. He will be thoroughly exposed. You are the contents of your mind. You talk to a fellow and the best he can come up with is some titillating, salacious gossip about cheap third-rate movies. You know what the fellow is like. The moment you start talking sense to him, he becomes disinterested in you. You know what the fellow is like. He has gathered knowledge, but all the wrong knowledge. Ask him stuff about mean politics, he will know. Ask him what is the latest hot gossip in the town, he will know. Ask him anything that liberates and he will draw a long face. Now you know who the man is. What else is a person? Hands, legs, nail, hair, eyes and ears we all have. Then how is a human being different from the other? The quality of his mind. And the quality of the mind is the content of the mind. What is the content of mind? Knowledge. And I am warning you, do not just look at what he knows. You must also look at what he does not know of. And that is harder to look at. Equally I say, do not just see what a man does, also see what he does not do. And that is harder to look at because how do you look at things that were never done? Innocence does not lie in what you do. Innocence lies in what you do not do. Realization does not lie in what you know. Realization lies more in what you do not know of. Because what you know and what you do not know, I repeat, are not accidental, not random. They are your choice. And what's the quality of your being? The quality of your choice. If you have chosen to know all that which does not deserve to be known, all that which will be in no way helping you in your liberation, then you must know the kind of person you are and the quality of your mind. obliviousness. That's the ornament of the seeker. Oblivious. Hmm? I do not know. 
the more you progress in your spiritual journey, the less becomes the domain of your knowledge. The less you remain interested in things together. If the things that you gather are gross, then you call them things, materials. If the things that you gather are subtle, then you call those things as knowledge, information. And after all, knowledge is needed only for the sake of liberation. If you are inching closer to liberation, you will progressively need less and less knowledge. So, the seeker's mind is characterized by First of all, absence of wrong knowledge and secondly, a progressive reduction of even the right knowledge. First of all, there is a total absence of false knowledge. And secondly, even the right knowledge keeps progressively reducing as the seeker keeps advancing. He says, now what do I need even right knowledge for? Right knowledge too is just a method, an aid. I do not need the method, only little bit of it is needed. Contrastingly, the mind of the bullshitter is characterized by a preponderance of wrong knowledge First thing, and secondly, as time progresses, wrong knowledge keeps increasing and whatsoever little is left of the right keeps getting evicted from his mind. And that's not Incidental. That's his choice. That's his choice. It's easy, is it not? Know a person by the things he talks of. Know a person by the things he knows of, knows a person by the things he shows interest in. That's why it's very easy for the sage. He looks at you, he talks to you for a couple of minutes and he gets to know whatsoever is worth knowing about you. You open your mouth and he comes to know about you. What else is there to be known about a man? I repeat, 
nose, eyes, ears, hands and legs. Everybody has. The quality of a man is determined by the quality of his mind. And the quality of mind is the content of the mind. You open your mouth and the sage will know everything about you. You don't open your mouth, the sage will know everything about you. Hmm? And then you call it a miracle. And you say, my God, he has got some supernatural abilities. Nothing supernatural, sir. You just revealed yourself. The two sentences that you spoke were your naked portrait. You demonstrated everything. And you don't even know how you have let him on into your insights. Because you do not know where your words, your actions come from. Had you known that your words and your actions come from your center, then you would have known that Every word of yours, every action of yours is just a demonstration of your center. So say anything and you are exposed. Do something and your entire character is revealed. And that is called insight. The sage has insight. It does not take him long to see, assess, judge. He saves a lot of time for himself, you know. And in that time he can work. For others is just ponderous labor. Others keep spending time in speculating. What must be going on? What really is the secret? What's cooking? The sage just immediately knows. Open your mouth, write two sentences and he will know what you are composed of. Be very cautious of the contents of your mind. Keep your, asking yourself, what is it that I must choose to allow in? And all that which I have so far allowed in through my life, has it really been helping me? If it's not been helping me, why should I not hard delete all that which I think I know and take to be important? Protect your HD. It should be read only. 
otherwise the world will keep writing on it writing and deleting writing and deleting layer upon layer write the raw right things write the right things and lock it no more overwriting now <laughs>